Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was their pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So get yourself some Callahan brake pads. It's time for... I never saw that. Hey, Micah. Hi, Jen. So what did you think of Tommy Boy this time around? Like, did you uh, like it better or worse? Or Oh, I didn't watch it. Have any thoughts about it that you had this time that you didn't have... I didn't, I didn't watch it this time around. The first time since we promised our listeners that we would watch it. I didn't, though. All right, great. Thanks for playing along there. <laughs> but I have seen it. I saw it a long time ago when I was a teen. Elliot and I yes. watched it, and we did have a conversation about it. So that's that will be coming up in just a couple minutes here. Uh, it's mostly me talking about Tommy Boy and Elliot not really having anything to say, as is typical of uh, children on podcasts, <laughs> uh, or at least ours. But hopefully it's uh, enjoyable-ish. There were a lot of things we didn't talk about that, I, you know, Micah and I would have talked about if Micah had seen it. Well, we can talk about it. I remember a lot of it. I mean, honestly, mostly I just want to talk about Chris Farley. And like, yeah. it, it, it's funny because it feels like an episode about Tommy Boy should be really funny and playful because uh, it's a classic Chris Farley comedy. But after watching it, I just got so, so desperately sad and I just started sort of obsessively reading about Chris Farley and the end of his life. And uh, he just was, he was a really, really tragic. I shouldn't say he was tragic. He, his life was very tragic yeah. uh, in the end. And he was an athlete, which is very, which makes a lot of sense to me because he is so incredible at physical comedy. And his timing is perfect. His physical movements are perfect. If you've ever seen the Chippendales sketch with him and Patrick Swayze, his dancing is amazing, you guys. Like, he's... It's funny. And the the joke is that he's fat, so it's funny. Um, but really what makes it funny is just him putting himself out there. Yeah. But the thing that's sad is... Like, if you read articles about him and stuff, it, like, he developed that as a defense mechanism mm. because people, kids laughed at him for being fat when he was a kid. He was very funny, but you're right. A lot of the jokes in the sketches on Saturday Night Live that I remember were about him being the fat guy. Yeah. There was always an element of... Yeah, it was very common. And, and I read an article with him in an interview where he was saying, and this is what's so sad, is, like, just before he died, he was planning to get into some more dramatic roles and there was this interview where he was talking about you know nobody wants dramatic from mm, him because yeah. they want the fat guy in the little coat yeah kind of stuff you know they and so uh i just it's so it's so sad and he was he was in and out of rehab several times his mm -hmm. biggest idol was john belushi uh and he died at the same age i don't have my notes in front of me now i apologize everybody but whatever age that was, yeah. he seemed to think that he was sort of predestined to die at that age in the same manner as John Belushi, which he did. But also there was a time when he was sober that right he, he died, right, right before that, that he uh, 
he seemed to be more optimistic and have this kind of outlook like, oh, I might make it, you know, I might, mm -hmm. maybe I'm not going to follow in those footsteps. And, you know, he said all this stuff about drugs and how it's just a death sentence. And uh, anyway, it's just a very, he was just such an interesting person. And I just, it, it, um, it, it's sad. It's sad yeah. reading about his final days. I also wonder, though, I mean, would he be funny if he were alive now? I was just having this, I had this conversation with Mike from Bad Reception at uh, the podcasters meetup that I went to a while back. But, you know, would Chris Farley be funny now? Or would he be doing great dramatic work? What would he be doing? Mm. Would he, or would he be more of like a douchebag like Adam Sandler and all his buddies? Because <laughs> he was really good friends with all yeah. of those guys. That was like his Well, Adam crew. Sandler also had a dramatic section of his career. He did yeah, he's a done couple some movies. Good, and he's, he's had done some some good stuff. He he's works with a lot of roles. people. But yeah, he's made so many Wait. movies on Netflix recently. I think he has a de he signed a deal with Netflix or something and he's just turning out parodies and other stuff that I haven't been keeping up with or watching. Like wait, his wait, wait. comedy got really old really fast. And I wonder that about Chris Farley his stuff he was very physical. His stuff was very funny. He was very exuberant. He wasn't doing like he wasn't picking on people or making fun of people or doing like societal commentary. Mm -mm. Um, so I don't think he would be in the category of comics that are now like saying I'm edgy, I'm pushing boundaries, but they're really just assholes um, and being racist or sexist or homophobic or aren't a lot of those you. guys like that though. Isn't Adam Sandler a little bit like that? Also, when you say he works with a lot of people, do you mean Kevin James? <laughs> <laughs> like because it's basically Kevin James, Chris Rock, end of list. Like no, who else does he work with? I don't with? know. He's been in so many he movies lately. He just makes lately. movies with his buddies where they do stupid shit. Yeah, he did a uh, movie with Drew Barrymore. He did like he's done a lot of stuff. What do you mean like 30 years ago? Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. But the Netflix movies he's doing now are yeah, I think they're just his buddies, like his posse that Yeah, I think I it's always been like that Again, with him. I haven't looked at the cast list because He's not somebody I want to watch. Um, yeah, and I think they do a lot of like homophobic shit still, and like, you know, don't yeah, they? Like yeah. Adam Sandler comedy to me is like that's what I think of. Right. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't think there's anything progressive going on there. I think it's, which is why I'm asking: would would Chris Farley have risen above that, or would he be with those dudes because that's his peer group? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Would he and David Spade be doing stuff? Would David Spade's career have been have been better <laughs> after? I mean, I don't I don't know how David Spade feels about his career. I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm just saying that, you know, he and Chris Farley had a very specific thing mm -hmm. that people loved and anyway, I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. I think that he had such I think Chris Farley had so much more depth yeah. And someone like Adam Sandler. Well, I don't know. Shit, that's not fair either. I don't know anything about Adam Sandler. But I know that I find zero depth in his comedy. Some mm -hmm. of his uh, dramatic roles have had more depth, I guess. But anyways, whatever. Uh, irrelevant. Chris Farley rules. This movie is funny. And Micah, we don't need to talk about it anymore. Unless you have something specific like you want to say about Boy it. I feel like Tommy Boy is my favorite Chris Farley movie. Yeah, I think it's everyone's favorite. He was... Most people's. And he played, I mean, he played the same character in Black Sheep, kind of. like the. Oh, yeah, same story. The well, not same story. But dumb, it, good for nothing, just 
mm-hmm. messes around, makes mistakes, embarrasses everybody. And, and it's him he, and David Spade on a road trip. Yeah. In both. It's the same movie. But Tommy Boy, I felt like was a better film. The script was a lot better. Um, it had good uh, supporting actors. Yeah, Rob too. Lowe was in it. Rob Lowe. He is, plays again like the villain. He played such a great villain in the nineties. Yeah, because I was thinking about Wayne's World mm-hmm. and his part in that, it's and it's role. it's very similar to this one. Yeah, and Bo Derek, Bo Derek was great is in, in it movie. too. Brian Dennehy plays his dad, who and he's great in it. Mm-hmm. He's not in it for very long. Uh, he's really good in it. And then I, again, I don't have my notes in front of me, nor did I take notes on this anyway. Uh, at no time did I take notes on this. Okay. Or the previous thing I said. But anyway, the, whoever the actress is who plays his like girlfriend in the movie, Michelle. I don't even remember her. She looks I'm like Janine Garofalo to me, but she's not. I'm sorry, actor that played Michelle. But she's good too. Anywho... Uh, one other thing I want to mention is the fact that we're sitting in our RV and we kicked our kids outside, literally. Yeah. We we're literally in Las Vegas. kicked them out of the trailer. And we just said, go down to the strip and find somebody to play with. Yeah. Seemed like a good idea at the time. It still seems like a good idea to me. Having said that, we should probably should wrap this up pretty quickly because we need to listen to Elliot talk about Tommy Boy. And I have a segment that I want to do. Oh, is it? Oh, wait. Okay. Well, hold on. Before we talk about your brand new exciting segment, because I'm sure it must be something new no, that you no, it's, are dying to share with us. It's a fan favorite. I it's was going to say something. Mm-hmm. I was going to say today is Monday, and we are releasing this episode today. Okay. So uh, that's another reason why we want to rush this along. And so what I'm kind of thinking, what I just you know this thought that just came to my head just now uh in a in a sparkling shimmering light of uh, of of brilliance mm-hmm. is that we skip maybe any segments that anyone had planned oh for this no. week well here's the thing is i can't because um i just found this very good um comic I, let me ask you a question before i get into it do you pronounce it hagar or hagar the horrible See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. I mean, I guess in my head it's always been Hagar. Hagar, like Sammy Hagar. Yeah. I, that's how I did it too. I never made that connection before, but so we're on August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety four. I'm very excited to hear some ha- Hagar. Just to recap for those of you that might be new to the podcast, um, see you in the funny papers is a segment where I catch Jen up on comics that came out while she was in Montana, much like what we're doing with movies and music and other things on the podcast. Um, but this is much more linear. I pick yeah, one from every day. That is true. Um, and then as we discussed a few episodes ago, I believe, we are going to go back and cover every comic printed in every newspaper on that day. But we're just doing one at a time, going through all the dates sequentially. Um, so now we're on August 28th. I want everyone to know that last week, or I guess it was two weeks ago now, uh, I suggested that after we get through one from every day that I was there, we mm-hmm. just end the podcast. Like, that would be a perfect place to end. But Micah said that we're going to go on and on to infinity. Yeah, it's just important that your comics education is complete. Okay, yeah. Okay, so Hagar, Hagar. the Horrible. Uh, we have two characters in this one. Uh, Hagar, which, mm-hmm. as you know, is our Viking with the two-horned helmet that he's mm-hmm, always wearing. Mm-hmm, His mm-hmm. face is one 
eyeball shaped like a pair of goggles with <laughs> two little dots in it. Do you remember that? It's just... No, and I a, guess I'll never remember it because face, I can't see what you're looking at. It's just one big eyeball with two dots right in the middle over a round nose, and then the rest is just beard. It's you know, beard. I just had a thought. Mm-hmm. One cool thing that we could do with this segment mm-hmm. is that you could just show me the comic. Nope. That and you could just be like, hey, Jen, this nope. is a comic you missed. That'd be weird, Jen. Nobody and then, experiences and then the comics. We could, just, we could just say on the podcast, hey, Micah showed me Hagar from August 28th. 1994 this week. It was great. Yeah, but that's not fun to listen to. Okay, so moving on. Uh, Hagar and his friend Eddie. His sidekick, Eddie, you know. No, I don't remember Eddie. So Hagar's big. Hagar the Horrible is a big guy. He has a beard. um, And always wearing that helmet with the two horns. Uh, His friend Eddie is a little guy. Hagar also has some sort of fur, like, tank top on, I guess. Over, like, a white t-shirt with... Oh, is know. it, what's it called? Like a tunic? That painful maybe, thing that people do with the hair. Thing. A hair shirt? Hair shirt. No, it's just is fur. That it's, I'm sure it's some animal that he killed and he's just wearing it. What's a hair shirt? A shirt made of hair? No. It's, it's like not though. It's like a... Camel hair and it's like rough, so it hurts you, I think. I no, don't know. there's like a torture thing that they are like... Iron Maiden. That's it. Okay. Moving on. Eddie is a little guy. Um, and he is always just wearing nondescript robes that are too big for him and kind of frumpy. Um, he is all upper jaw. He doesn't even have a lower jaw. Have we started the first? And Eddie wears a hat that looks like a funnel upside down with little like rivets in it. So Hagar and Eddie are in this one. So the first, we have a total of five panels, just so you can keep track, because I know you have trouble keeping track of where we are, Jen. The first one is a big one. Um, Hagar is sitting at a table. Eddie's on the other side. There's a candle burning between them. And uh, Hagar's holding up a map. And he says, Lucky Eddie, would you mind helping me chart our course to England? And Eddie says, yes. And then Hagar looks back. This is the next panel. Panel two, Jen. Got it. Just Hagar and words. He says, yes, you'll help me chart our course to England. Or yes, you mind helping me chart our course to England. The next panel and the panel after that. Can I guess? So three and four are just Hagar and Eddie staring at each other over the candle. Oh, I know what the punchline is, but go ahead. Just nothing said, mm-hmm. nothing said, mm-hmm. three and four. Mm-hmm. So now we're mm-hmm. on a panel mm-hmm. five. Mm-hmm. You got it? Can I say it with They're you? Because I know what it is. They're still staring at each other. Panels three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. He didn't draw anything new. He just, it's exactly the same picture. Uh-huh. And then Eddie says, what do you think it is? Yes. No, that's uh-huh. not it. Um, Eddie says... Can you repeat the question? That's it. That's the funny papers. For well, today. that was the end of that. Bullshit. See you in the funny papers soon. Always satisfying getting that punchline just... out there. <laughs> yeah. People really enjoy this one, this segment. So they thank do, you. and that's what. That's what I, I think, you know, I just, there's no way to explain it. And uh, I'm done trying personally. Okay. I We do actually have some people who told us recently and they wanted to make clear that they loved your headlines. And we so I'm did. waiting oh. for those to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some headlines oh, this week. Oh, exciting. Let me get out my, okay, I'm just going to find them. Mm-hmm. I got to just find the date again and mm-hmm. the 
I'm so you had these scrolling. saved. I'm just looking through my tabs. This is a long... All right, here we go. August 28th, okay. yeah, 1994. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it would be fun to do one from the Las Vegas Herald, mm. because that's because we're in Las Vegas mm-hmm. right the, now. The famous, the biggest newspaper in Las, Las Vegas. Las Vegas Herald. Uh, and this is... Uh, this is from August twenty eighth, twenty eighth, good, nineteen ninety four. Okay, same date then. To be clear, still mm. the um, and this is front page news, and it just says, mm. "Here's here it is, front page news." Mm-hmm. It just says, "Flamingos loose." Oh, on Las Vegas Boulevard. That must have been. And it was really. I think it, it seems like it was really funny. Right on the strip, huh? Because the photo, uh, I the photo. Is just of like flamingos walking down the street. Is there a guy chasing him in like a zookeeper outfit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And oh. so that was a funny thing that happened Flaming- in Las Vegas. I wonder how they got out. So they were at the Flamingo Hotel, I'm guessing, and they just must have been. Yeah. They I just got know. out there. I don't know. You know, as you know about the headlines, I can't see anything. Mm, it's uh, very but low the headline. Res. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other headlines? Were there any other news items that day? Yeah, I'm glad note? you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, from the. Las Vegas Sunshine Times. Sunshine Times. This one is a really good one. Newspaper name. This one I thought was really, you know, relevant to Mm -hmm. the things that we're currently going through. And it just says... In 1994, yeah. uh, It just says, clowns. That's the whole headline? No, you didn't let me finish. I'm sorry. It says, clowns. It just says, clowns. Exclamation point. Clowns. Yeah, that's all it says. I wonder if they got loose too. If they were down the strip further at Circus Circus. And if that they were just was running. all for the headlines today. Cool. I wonder if the Las Vegas Sunshine Times yeah. is still in print. I'm going to go. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see if I can pick up a copy of that. It sounds like a fun newspaper. Oh, yeah. Their, their headline writing style is unique. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Say. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. This yes. has been an episode of I Never Saw That. I guess. I just, well, no, it hasn't yet because you you get to listen to Elliot and me talk about Tommy Boy now. Do you want to do some warm-ups first before we uh, really start the show? The you know, show. like get warmed up. Warm-ups. All right. You ready? Yeah. We're going to say uh, words Bamboos- as fast as we can. We're going to do Bamboozled. Remember the game Bamboozled? Uncle Scotty no. and Nikki made it up. It's where you just say as many words in a row as you can, as fast as you can. Oh. And then you lose when you pause. Okay? You want me to go first? Go for it. Okay. Blue window walk need. <laughs> okay, that was four. Pretty bad. Um, but also <laughs> pretty good if you think about it. So, your turn. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> You can't say any of the words I said. And you can't say a sentence. Okay. And you can't just say words okay. like, you okay. know, that relate to each other. Sunscreen blanket, Elliot. What life. Wow. Sunscreen blanket, Elliot. What life. Okay, well, Elliot doesn't count because we don't allow proper nouns. So let's try this again. I'll go again. And I'll try to break four. I really cannot get more than four ever. So. Okay. Wood lawn, how high? Eight. <laughs> hey, that was five. Wood lawn, how high? Eight. 
Sometimes you gotta just let the sound that comes out of your mouth turn into a word. Okay. You try to get you get one last try. Blind sunscreen wine TV blankets. Nope. You can't just yes. name stuff you're looking at. Nope. That's <laughs> cheating. Try again. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and let the words guide you. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Lawnmower wall sink. Life. Lawnmower wall sink. So lawnmower's one word. No. Wall no. sink. Yes. Lawnmower. No. Lawn. Mower. Mower is not a word by itself without lawn. Oh, no. Lawnmower, wall, sink. So you got three because then you said life like five minutes later. <laughs> that was very Lawnmower, wall, sink, blinds, Lindo. Wow. Okay. I said Lindo. Okay. Let's do one other warm up here. I'm just going to grab a book. This is a book that. Um, our friend Melissa just gave us this is a book by Sloan Crosley and it's called Look Alive Out There and it's a book of essays so what I'm going to do is just open to a page and I'm going to read the fifth sentence and see if it helps us get started okay then again there's nothing that says I won't does that help you at all what do you mean helps me then again there's nothing that says I won't record this episode right now and have it be great all right okay so, Elliot, thank you so much for joining us again on I Never Saw That. What's up, peeps? Okay. Uh, what are we talking about this week? What piece of pop culture? Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Aw. You know why I do that, right? Aw. Why do I go, aw? Chris Farley? Yeah. I love Chris Farley so much. And he's one of those guys, much like John Candy, although I feel it more intensely for John Candy even than I do for Chris Farley. But, you know, a person who died too young, who was so funny and had so much heart and emotion that they put into their performances, even when they're being just stupid, you know? So anyway, I get sad yeah. about Chris Farley, but also uh, he left a lot of really great content for us to enjoy i wish there was more of it wish he would have been around longer but yeah yeah okay um oh, a lot of dead air there <laughs> dead air this movie tommy boy is a very popular chris farley movie i think his most successful movie by far it's just kind of classic chris farley and david spade and the two of them doing their thing, Chris Farley being a big goofball and David Spade being a sarcastic kind of a-hole. They have a thin candy shell. Hmm. Surprised you didn't know that. I think your brain has a thick candy shell. Your, um, your brain has the shell on it. Are you talking? Shut up, Richard. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you think? What do you think of this movie? That's kind of a big question, but. More, overall, what more did you dead air. overall, what did you think of this movie? It's pretty great. Pretty great? What did you think was great about it? It was funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. But it also has heart, and that's the thing about all Chris Farley things. Uh, so what did you think was funny about it? 
the whole car situation was hilarious. Yeah, explain that because we're going to assume that people who are listening right now have not seen the movie. So actually, before we even talk about that, why don't you... Spoilers! Can you give us... Spoiler alert! Okay, but this movie's 24 years old, so it's okay to spoil stuff at this point. Uh, But what... Can you just give us... Let's back up just a second. Can you give us a plot synopsis of this movie? What's the basic plot? And I'll fill in stuff you don't get. The plot owns the synopsis. That's funny. I get it. Plots... Inopsis. Wow. Mm-hmm. You are funny. Yeah. The plot's inopsis. Uh, How about I get you started? I know. Okay. So, Tommy is trying to keep his business because another rich guy is trying to buy it. And he has to sell a certain amount of brake pads in order to get that done. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely and part then, of it. That's sort of like the later part of it. But yes, that's a that's that's the most important plot line. But before we get there, the very beginning of the movie is Tommy is graduating from college, barely. He gets a D plus and he's super stoked about it. He the 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 thing with Tommy is that they paint him as very not smart in the beginning. Very not smart. Real stupid. Herbie, what's his name? Yeah, he writes Herbie Hancock on a test. That it's supposed to be John Hancock. It's about, like, the Constitution or Declaration of Independence. He barely graduates from college, and then he goes back to his hometown, which is Sandusky, Ohio, and he's going to, he's planning to work with his dad at his dad's auto parts uh, plant, which is called Callahan Auto Parts. So he goes back home and he sees his dad. His dad has a brand new office for him. And then his dad introduces him to his fiance, who he's marrying on Saturday. His fiance is a person named Bo Derrick, who was a big star in like the 70s. And then Rob Lowe plays her son, Paul, right? So-called son. So-called son, yes, uh, and so Tom, Big Tom, Chris Farley's dad, Big Tom, because Chris Farley's little Tom or Tommy, uh, Big Tom. Tom dies at the wedding. He has a heart attack, we assume. And then you find out that Beverly, his wife, and Paul, her supposed son, are not actually mother and son, but are actually so like wife. a couple who are just trying to get his money. They're like scam artists. So anyway... Uh, when Big Tom dies, there's this other auto parts company called Zelinsky. This is what you were talking about, right? And it's Dan Aykroyd plays the uh, owner, of, plays Zelinsky himself. Yeah, that's the some rich guy. Exactly. He's the some rich guy who wants to buy Callahan. And Tommy and Richard, played by David Spade, have to go out on a big road trip to try to sell a, uh, you know... You're, yeah, a certain number of brake pads by a certain date in order to save the company. That's the basic plot. Right? Cool. Okay, so that's the basic plot synopsis. So now we can talk about... So I asked you what you thought was funny, and you said the car part was really funny. So explain what you mean by that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Richard's car that he loves gets, like, destroyed when... Uh, 
Tommy is getting gas for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. That, yeah, so Richard, David Spade, has this car that he loves. It's like a convertible Lincoln? Is that what it is? You're the car guy. I don't know. I feel like it was a Lincoln, but it's like this blue, really pretty blue color. And yeah, he, he loves it. He takes really good care of it. And so they go to the gas station and what happens? And he rips the door off. <laughs> so Chris Farley, <laughs> being, the, being the idiot that he is, rips the door of the car right off by pulling forward while the door's open and hitting a post or whatever. And so then he tries to fix it. But it's not fixed. And then the door falls off. And then when David Spade tries to open the car, he, the door falls off. And then what I thought was really hilarious is that then the next scene is them driving with no door at all. It's just like, wouldn't you go and have the door put back on? Seems like that would have been a good thing to do. But no, they, apparently they just left the door at the gas station and drove on with no door. So yeah, that was the first part of David Spade's car, like, <gasps> falling apart or being destroyed. That seems like a common, I think that's a common trope in movies. Do you know what a trope is? Actually, the word common and trope, are, it's kind of redundant. Because a trope is something common. It's like a common theme that you see repeated in a lot of movies. And the destruction of a car seems to be one of them. Yes, definitely. God, what's the movie I'm trying to think of? Please choose well, an automobile. Well, yes. that we're, We'll talk about that in a second. But there's another one where at the end he's like, well, you finally did it. Oh, it's The Big Lebowski. The Big Lebowski is a movie that you is very inappropriate for you now. But uh, one day you might like it. It's... One of my favorite movies, but uh, that one also has this theme of like the car getting like progressively destroyed. Um, and yes, also planes, trains, and automobiles, which I thought about a lot this time when we watched Tommy Boy. I did not realize there are so many similarities that I feel like it's it. This movie might have been in large part an homage to planes, trains, and automobiles. Do you know what that means? kind of copy yeah not exactly a copy Ish. but like like they they do things that are similar in a way that pays tribute to the other movie you know what i mean like even the personalities are a little bit similar of like john candy and steve martin versus chris farley and david spade Th these two are much goofier but it's it's pretty similar like their dynamics are really similar there's the scene of them like driving yeah. and singing together. Yeah. Hey, good tune, man. I don't think so. Yeah, here we go. This song sucks. Talk about lame. <laughs> totally. You can change it if you want. I don't care. It's up to you. I can live with it if you can. I Suit yourself. Love with you. Don't you remember you told me you loved me, baby? You said you'd be coming back this way again, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Yeah, I remember that in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, too. 
There's the scene of them in the hotel. The thing they're missing is when some rando to most of one of their families just moves right into the house at the end. <laughs> you mean John Candy? Yep. Some rando. He doesn't move in. We don't know that he moves in. That's just something he we like to... In. We like to fantasize about that in our family. We he like moves because it. the because that movie ends with him coming to Thanksgiving at their house. We like to imagine that he moves in with them because we find out at the end of that movie that he's homeless. So I'm talking too much. You talk. What else did you think was funny? When Dell was laughing that his car got burned. Okay, I'm talking about Tommy Boy, the oh, movie yeah. we just watched. But yes. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Rewind. Back up the truck. Like the sailboat that Mm -hmm. has no wind. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was a funny scene. I'm supposed to be at Michelle's, and I'm I've been stuck out here on this boat for an hour with no wind. Mm -hmm. I thought that scene. I thought that was a sweet scene because he was like talking to his dad after his dad had died. But earlier in the movie. Chris Farley and Michelle go out in the little sailboat on the little tiny lake. And what happens while they're out there? Some kids come out and start calling Tommy fat. Yeah, they're really mean. Uh, And again, in the 90s, a lot of people like to laugh at fat people. But yeah, these kids are on the shore making jokes about how fat Tommy is and how there's no wind and all this. And like Chris Farley kind of gets progressively angrier, which I love because I love when Chris Farley, you know, yells real loud. He starts out super sweet and nice, and then by the end, he's screaming. (laughs) Rascals. (laughs) I guess that's your theory. (laughs) So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Hey, your cell is limp like your dick. Watch your language in front of the lady, punk. Jeez, (laughs) you were saying... Did you eat the skipper? You better pray to the god of skinny punks that this wind doesn't pick up, because I'll come over there and jam an oar up your ass. Eat those creepers. Those guys keep interrupting us. I'm sorry about that. You were saying about the... um... But who was it that screamed and finally scared them off? Michelle. Yeah, which was pretty rad. Listen up, you little spazoids! I know where you live and I've seen where you sleep. I swear to everything holy that your mothers will cry when they see what I've done to you! And then, after that whole situation, she said, I was kidding, I don't even know where they live. Right. Okay, so just a few last thoughts. I am pleasantly surprised by how well this movie holds up. Uh, There's some problematic stuff for sure. There's a lot of fat jokes. There's some sexism, which I had warned uh, Elliot about, Uh, but not as much as I thought. And also they use the R word, which is not acceptable, but was considered acceptable in the 90s. But yeah, otherwise, it's like a pretty funny buddy road trip comedy. Like, it's pretty good. And obviously, I did not see it when it came out because I was gone. Um, I did not really even know who Chris Farley was until I got back, until I was in college. And what? so he was pretty new, I think. I could be wrong about that. Maybe I, maybe, he, no, that can't be right. I must have known who he was. 
before I left. Uh, but I didn't really watch anything that he did or really appreciate his humor until until later. And now I, he's just I just love him so much. Yeah. Nothing else to say about this movie? I guess not. Okay, well, thank you for joining us. Or thank you for joining me. Good night, everybody. Claps for me. Okay, hooray. So, to wrap this little mini-sewed up. Mini-sewed. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We love and appreciate you very much. We're trying to record wherever we can and whenever we can. Uh, we We often do not have wi-fi strong enough to stream stuff but tonight we did so we thought we would watch and record and uh we will be getting episodes out as often as we can and remember to subscribe yeah if you're not already subscribed please do subscribe uh it'd be not really subscribed become a patron of the podcast yep you can also become a patron at patreon.com slash i never saw that podcast i think but anyway you can just search for us on patreon uh also uh and go dodgers oh yeah go dodgers buddy you can also leave a rating and review for us on itunes uh that's just first of all we love reading the reviews your guys' reviews are so wonderful we've gotten some really uh sweet reviews really wonderful ones that i love so much but you can also just leave a rating, and the more we have, the more legit we are. And that's just how it works. So if you have, like, one minute or less to go into iTunes and just give us a star rating, that would be awesome. Five stars from your son. Oh, great. Thank you, Elliot. Uh, if you also have time to write a review, that would also be great. So anyway, thanks to Graham McRae for our artwork. Do you know what Dad says next? See you in the not, 90s. Nope, not yet. Thank you to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff, and thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time, see you in the 90s. So get yourself some Callahan brake parts. Break. So get yourself some Calipan. So get yourself. Some <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Give me. Let me get a clean one. I'm trying. Mm. So get yourself some Calipan. <laughs> Calipan. Why? Oh God! I can say this. I can do it. So get yourself some Callahan brake pads. It's time for... Beautiful. That was great. That was great. We're done. At least we have something to put at the end of the episode now. Yeah.